0: Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and from the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Gracious God, we give you thanks for this opportunity to gather here, to listen to your word proclaimed, to learn, to grow, and to love. In Jesus' name, amen. As a pastor, it is my calling to preach to you every week, to open the scripture and help us understand what it's saying, and how to apply it to our lives, right? Right. So in today's second reading, it says very clearly, be imitators of God. Mm. (laughs) So I decided to give it my best shot. So I got the, you know, the white hair. Although next time I think I'll spend a little more on the wig because I'm not sure this one... (coughs) Long white beard. Nice flowing white robes. I mean, that's what God looks like, right? I mean, that's what all the pictures have. You know, this old, old guy that, you know, kind of looks like Gandalf from Lord of the Rings. But then I figure, you know, if I'm going to imitate God, it's not enough to look like God. I also have to sound like God. So I sayeth to you, thou hast made me happy that thou art here this morning. Because clearly, the King James English is how God speaketh to God's people. And if I'm going to do with the, or saith the things of God, I should also do with the things that God does it. So, today, I am going to take the ordinary and make it extraordinary. (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Things that God does, sometimes the creation doesn't always play along in the last service the fall fell down and broke in half oh. so I'm going to stop falling on my head <laughs> and you can't see anything with this wig on doesn't work out to be God does it <laughs> maybe this isn't what it means to be an imitator of God well Especially since it said right there in our gospel reading that no one's ever seen God. So, as strange as it sounds, maybe, just maybe, I'm not supposed to wear a wig and a long beard and long flowing white robes, especially in the summertime when it's hot up there. Geez. And now my hair's all messed up. So, what does it mean then? If that's not what it means to imitate God, what does it mean? Well, I think we should give it a shot, though, right? I mean, first of all, in, in Paul's writings, it's not the only times that he says we should imitate someone. In fact, Paul says that we should imitate him as he imitates Christ. Oh, that's what you look like. And so, so that's a little easier, right? I mean, imitating Paul, Paul is a human. We know that Paul wasn't perfect. I mean, and uh, I mean before he, in his early days he was persecutor of Christians. That's not really a nice thing to do. And then and, and later he didn't always get along with everyone. So imitators of Paul maybe. And then it's as he imitates Christ. Well, that's a lot tougher, seeing as how Jesus was perfect, but at least Jesus was a human. But an imitator of God. I mean, God's the all-powerful, all-knowing, right? So how are we supposed to do that? Well, the truth is we try all the time. Because you see, at the root of our sinfulness is our self-centeredness. Early on in the days of Adam and Eve, they weren't supposed to eat of the tree of the fruit of knowledge of good and evil. Why? As the serpent said, because God knows that if you eat it, you'll be like him. And what did they do? They ate it. Why? So they could be like God. All-seeing, all-powerful, all-knowing. Now, so because of our sinfulness, we're already okay at being imitators of this God thing. Maybe not the all-seeing, all-powerful part. But, oh, we're good at being all-knowing, aren't we? Because we know it all. You know how I know? Have you had a discussion with anybody about COVID-19 lately? because we all know about that don't we have you met anyone that's not an expert on COVID-19 lately because everybody is you know whether you've got a medical degree or not buddy you're an expert and it's interesting how much experts disagree with these things huh I mean on one side you've got well this is nothing but blue or something like that it's not really. It's just the media overblown. And over here, you've got, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to, to the world ever. Um, you have people that say that, that the vaccine is, is not good. It's not a hoax. We're all going to turn to zombies when it's all said and done. And then you've got people that the vaccine is very important. And see, the, the, the reality is, no matter where you stand on this, the truth is, where you stand is where you stand because you know We're all knowing, aren't we? So maybe we know how to be imitators of God, huh? But I'm not exactly sure if that's what Paul's talking about here. Because before our second reading, there were a few verses that were not included in in this. And it said, clothe yourselves with the new self, created according to the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. So what he's talking about in this passage is what it looks like when we're clothed with the new self that we're given in Christ. So this whole whole passage is about what it looks like to be clothed in Christ. It, it, It talks about our actions, what a Christian really is supposed to look like. And first of all, it talks about being in the likeness of God. And so while no one's ever seen God, what does God look like? Well, God looks like you. And God looks like me. Because you and I are created in the image and the likeness of God. So, first of all, what does that say about our own self-image? How often do we look in the mirror and, and, and just can't stand what it is that we're looking at. We see every blemish, every, every fat cell, every wrinkle, every, every imperfection. But don't we see that we're looking at the image of God? Shouldn't that say something different about how we see ourselves? But he goes on to talk about how it is that, that people living in this newness act. And so he says, putting away all falsehood, let us speak the truth to our neighbors, for they are members of one another. Be angry, but do not sin. Do not let the sun go down in your anger, and do not make room for the devil. Thieves must give up stealing. Rather, let them labor and work honestly with their own hands, so as to have something to share with the needy. Let no evil talk come out of your mouths, but only what is useful for building up as there is need, so that your words may give grace to those who hear it. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, for which you were marked with the seal of day of redemption. Put away from you all bitterness and wrath and anger and wrangling and slander, together with all malice, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ has forgiven you. Therefore, be imitators of God, as beloved children, and live in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. So what does it mean to be an imitator of God? Well, first of all, it's not following a bunch of rules that were set out a long time ago. And it's not about checking things off, that you have to do this and do that. You don't have to be all-knowing. In fact, you don't have to be anything but you. But it's all about how we treat other people. Being an imitator of God means that we live in love. We clothe ourselves with love. And as the sign says out front, be nice. Be nice. You want to know what it looks like to be a Christian? Be nice. That's not hard. Just be nice. We're southerners. We should be good at that by now. You know, we're nice to people we don't even like. Be nice. Live in love. I mean, yes, we're going to get angry from time to time. But don't hold grudges. And, and don't steal from other people. Actually work. And work with the purpose of giving some of it away. And, and don't talk bad about people. When you talk, do it to build other people up. And when somebody makes you mad forgive them. Be kind, tenderhearted, merciful, as God in Christ has been kind, tenderhearted, and forgiving to you. Live in love. See, we have enough pain and division and hate in the world, don't you think? Don't you think we have enough people who aren't nice to each other Don't you have enough people who are all over social media telling exactly what they think and what they know and how much of a God they are to themselves? That's not how we are. We're a different creation because we are from the Creator. We were made in God's image, and God's image magnifies and projects nothing but love. And therefore, that's who we are called and created to be. That's what we are called and created to do. We are to live in love. We're supposed to be nice to people, even if they're not nice to us. We are supposed to show the world what it means to be beloved children of God. And that's not by telling them how wrong they are, but by saying how right God is and how much God loves each and every one of them and each and every one of us. Live in love, my friends. The world has enough gods. Amen.